welcome, welcome everyone to Financial Aid Believes College Football Betting Podcast. I'm Ben Wittenstein. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available, you can get Financial Aid and uh, hopefully we can win some money. Now, this past weekend, we finally, after three straight positive weeks, we had our first week in the red it uh, wasn't pretty it wasn't fun it wasn't great but sometime at some point it had to happen we couldn't have every single week be in the green be perfect and uh this was the week that we got killed got a couple of winners got tennessee minus three under 49 in nebraska rutgers pretty pretty relatively easy non-sweat games fun to watch fun to win the bet but the rest of the time man it uh it was not a good time Purdue Maryland under 59 didn't go our way. That Illinois game, we lost by a hook. We had a minus three and a half, and they could not score a touchdown. Had a lot of turnovers. Still won the game against Iowa, nine to six. Couldn't get the damn ball into the end zone to cover that three and a half. Auburn scored a late touchdown to cover their uh, team total of over nine and a half. That was a killer. Alabama played poorly. They couldn't cover in the first half. And Rutgers. I thought the Rutgers money line was going to hit midway through that game. They looked like they were the better team. Nebraska couldn't score. And the second half, it was a flip to the script. Rutgers couldn't score. Nebraska's on the attack. So we lose that one. Rutgers money line goes down the drain. They lose by one. So not fun. Not a fun Saturday. Uh, Hopefully, if you tailed some of the bets, you had some other winners that you bet. Because the ones that we picked on the pod on Thursday just simply did not hit. But that's okay. That's all right. We get one bad week. You know, you get one bad week, then you move on. And this is the week we get back into the green. We had three straight weeks in the green. One bad week, we get back on the saddle, get back on the horse. We're still up 1.25 units. We're still over 500 with the wins and the losses, 13 and 12. 52% win percentage. A little bit more pedestrian, but, you know, we're still above 50%. That's all right. That works. I'm excited for this weekend. I'm excited for all the games. It's one of the most exciting slates of the college football season. We just have a a ton of ranked games throughout the weekend, or throughout the day on Saturday, I should say. A lot of good betting opportunities. And the one thing that I would like to mention before, you know, I put out the episode with all the bets and everything like that. Just be careful with injuries. Be be aware of who is injured because there are and have been a lot of injuries going on in college football through the past four or five days. A lot of quarterbacks being injured, some running backs being injured, some key players being out. So just be aware. Be on the lookout. There was a big news today. Jalen Daniels, the Kansas quarterback, is out for the rest of the season which is just unbelievably unfortunate. Unbelievably unfortunate. He was so fun to watch. He was leading a revitalized Kansas football team. Led him to a 5-0 and record. Got game day to come to Lawrence. Now he goes down with a separated shoulder. Grade 3, out for the year. Going to be replaced by Jason Bean. 6'3", 200 pounds. Jason Bean, he played really well. He really did. He was a more than serviceable backup. For Kansas, four touchdowns through a costly pick. I'll give him that through a costly pick, but I'd love to see what this guy does with a full week to prepare for a team rather than coming in after an injury to the starting quarterback. So I'm not super 
incredibly down yet on Kansas. I know they had one of the best offenses in the country, top five in points per play. They were fun to watch with Jalen Daniels, but I don't think the step down to Jason Bean is going to be that big of an issue. I'll get to that in a second. So just be aware of some of these injuries. Lots of injuries going on, of course. You know, Bryce Young, keep an eye out for him. Illinois has Tommy DeVito, and we'll talk about that. Will Levis with Kentucky, their quarterback, is having having some injury issues. Devin Leary as well for NC State. So just read the news. Be aware. Look through some things before you make some bets on Friday and Saturday, even on Thursday. Just look look for an update on the injury issue. Some of the biggest movers of the uh, weekend after kind of that opening – Opening lines that are happening on Sunday. Got some movement through the first couple days of the week. Uh, BYU, who I backed at plus three and a half on Saturday against Notre Dame. They couldn't come through. An incredibly physical game that was. Just fun football to watch, to be quite honest. But BYU, they opened up as the favorite in this one. On Sunday morning at Circa, they opened minus two, and that's been bet all the way through a pick'em, all the way back now where Arkansas is minus two. Now, K.J. Jefferson, Arkansas's quarterback, has been hurt. He's supposed to be fine. He's going to be probable for that game against BYU. So I think Arkansas should be full force in terms of the quarterback position, and that might be a big reason why this line has indeed been moving. BYU's going to be back at home, their home dog now with this line. People, I think, lost, uh, not respect, but they lost a lot of uh, what they thought BYU could be good at against that Notre Dame team. So I think this is a big reason that line is moving. Right now, I don't really have a bet on it or a play on it. I'm leaning a little bit towards the Arkansas side now that they have KJ back, but no major play, no major lean in this one, but interesting line movement nonetheless for uh, for Arkansas. Mississippi State, now there's big reason for this line move. Mississippi State going from minus three to minus seven, playing at Kentucky. That's because Will Levis is, uh, has been day-to-day. They haven't really announced anything too much for him for the Kentucky quarterback, but he is out with a foot injury. He was out on Saturday with a foot injury when Kentucky got beat by South Carolina. So I, I think that this is another injury that you're just going to have to be reading about, be aware of, follow along throughout the week. Because Will Levis is about as important to any team as any quarterback is in college football this season. He's been an incredible reason why Kentucky was ranked so highly, why they won why they won their games as well as they did. He's an important part of that offense, and they had just gotten Chris Rodriguez back. They're running back after a four-game suspension, and then Will Levis goes down. So the continuity hasn't necessarily been there for Kentucky. But if they can get it back, they have Chris Rodriguez. That could be an interesting line. Of course, it's going to move. I don't think Kentucky's going to be a seven-point underdog to Mississippi State, but especially at home. But Mississippi State has played really well. They've been really impressive to me. Mike Leach has had that team playing on all cylinders. They've been really, really fun to watch. And it's going, again, when we're talking about big games for the weekend, this is going to be a night game, prime time, 6-30, 16 Mississippi State, 22 Kentucky. Like, this is... This is going to be one of the games that you're going to want to watch on Saturday. Some other movements, Wisconsin minus four to minus seven against Michigan State. This one is um, it's interesting to me because I'm not super high on Michigan State, and you can even get some seven and a halves for Wisconsin at this point. But, you know, they fire 
Paul Christ, Wisconsin does, their head coach, and taking over is Jim Leonard. You know, I, I don't want to say Wisconsin looked like a completely different team with Jim Leonard at the helm, but if they look good. They look confident. They beat Northwestern 42-7, to and I know you're saying, oh, it's Northwestern, they're bad, they're, they're one and four going into the game, they're they're a pretty easy part of the schedule. Well, Northwestern, Northwestern has had Wisconsin's number in the past couple of years for some reason or whatever, and, and, and no road win is bad in the Big Ten. So Wisconsin goes to Evanston. They get the win on the road after a coaching change. Graham Mertz throws for virtually 300 yards and five touchdowns. Maybe Wisconsin's back. Maybe that's all they needed, a little bit of coaching change, organizational mix-up. They seem good. They seem confident. Offense seemed good. Could be an interesting play. I think that's a big reason why this line has moved up and through that key number of seven. Purdue has moved a little bit against Nebraska. They're going from uh, minus 11 to minus 14 the last time that I saw them. Now it's a little bit of minus 13 and a half. You can find some minus 14s here and there for Purdue. But, you know, as long as they have Aiden O'Connell back, this should be a a pretty easy win for Purdue and the Boilermakers are going to be at home playing a Nebraska team that just, just snuck by Rutgers. And I'm not. I'm still not necessarily sold that that coaching change was really that big of a difference for them. So I'm going to keep and stay with Purdue. If I had a lean in this one, it makes sense. That's why the line has been creeping more and more through the two-touchdown favorite. Not sure if we're going to see 14.5. If you do really like Nebraska and want to wait, maybe Purdue gets even more money and you can get the Cornhuskers at plus 14.5. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be a number that we see because I see a bunch of 13 and a halfs on the board. So you might want to wait, take your time, figure it out from there. But uh, I would lean Purdue on this one. I like the Boilermakers. Hate saying that as an IU alum. Puts a bad taste in the mouth, but they've been playing well. Kansas plus nine to plus seven and a half to plus eight and a half at Oklahoma. Now this is a really interesting game because now, of course, as we talked about Jalen Daniels, it's going to be out for Kansas. The quarterback is gone. Jason Bean has to step up, be the man, be Mr. Bean. And I think he can do it. He really impressed me against TCU. And again, getting a full week to prepare for a really just awful Oklahoma team. This is about rock bottom for Oklahoma. And about as rock bottom as we have seen for a Sooners team in quite some time. Brent Venables, people already talking about how bad of a coach he has been. So this this could be an interesting line to hit. Now, this was what brings me to my leans, and I have really struggled with the leans going into this weekend because of all of this injury information and because teams don't necessarily need to put out their injury confirmations and their injury plays, who they're going to play, who they're going to sit, like they do for the NFL. So we don't have all of that information ready to us right now. But I do lean Kansas. I do lean Kansas, and I know Dylan Gabriel's coming back for Oklahoma. He might come back for Oklahoma, their quarterback. He's been playing well. But Kansas, if I can get Kansas a plus 8.5, plus 9 or more, Kansas somehow falls to a double-digit underdog because people don't trust them with a new quarterback, I'd scoop him up. I mean, Jason Bean looked good. He looked good to me against TCU. So I, I don't I don't know how much line movement should be happening with the Jalen Daniels injury. Maybe two points is correct. Maybe that's enough. Two, two and a half. Maybe a full field goal. I, that's not what the market has said so far, but if it gets up to 10, 
I'll take Kansas. I'll lean Kansas in this one. I've not been impressed at all with what Oklahoma has brought to the table. They just look bad. Their defense looks like it's in shambles. Offense can't move the ball. Only saving grace this game has for the Sooners is it's going to be at home. It's going to be in Stillwater. So, you know, at this point, I'm going to have to read a little bit more, figure out what Jason Bean and talk, see if, like, reporters talk about, oh, he's looked great in practice and teammates are are hyped up about what he's going to be bringing on Saturday. I'm going to have to read a little bit more, figure out some more of the information that comes out, but I do lean Kansas plus 8.5, plus 9 in this game. If you can get it, gets a plus 10, that might be an automatic bet for me. Uh, two other games I have my eye on for leans. Big Ten action, Minnesota, Michigan, uh, Michigan, uh, Minnesota, Illinois, I should say. And I lean Minnesota minus six and a half. I was on Illinois last week, loved Illinois in that spot against Iowa. They couldn't cover the three in the hook. You know, not a great, not a great look for them. Tommy DeVito, Illinois quarterback, another one of those injured quarterbacks that you have to keep an eye out for. If he does not play in this game, I don't expect the Minnesota line to stay at minus six or minus seven. I think that goes up to, you know, minus nine, minus nine and a half, even minus ten. I still like Minnesota in that spot. They're going to be getting their running back, Mo Ibrahim, back. Tanner Morgan's been a really serviceable over better than serviceable. Excuse me. He's been he's been a really good quarterback for Minnesota. Top five, top three in the Big Ten so far this season. I, I like this spot. For the Gophers, like they're coming after, they're coming up after a bye. They've had a whole extra week to prepare for this game. Illinois coming off a prime time game against Iowa, hard fought, physical, no touchdown scored, heavily defensive matchup. This should be the time for Minnesota to come out, make things right. They have looked good when everyone in their backfield has been healthy. Tanner Morgan, Mo Ibrahim, when they are healthy, they look good and they look unstoppable. So I, I do like Minnesota at this line. Minus six and a half, minus seven if you can get it. Final lean that I have for the week, Wazoo, plus three and a half against Oregon State. Certainly uh, more of an interesting line. This is going to be a bit of a later game. If you can stay up, awesome. Drink a Red Bull, sit down with some wine, a little 8 p.m. Saturday night action, whatever you want, whatever your drink of choice is to stay up late. Watch some Pac-12 after dark action because this is going to be a weird game. This will absolutely be a weird game because Oregon State coming off an awesome win, last minute, super exciting, hype, great catch on the sideline win against Stanford. And Wazoo, to their credit, I think has looked pretty solid this season. Their defense could give Oregon State some issues. And Oregon State, to be quite honest, has not looked awesome against good teams this season to me. And they needed God's grace and a Hail Mary type of throw and pass with under 15 seconds left to go to beat a Stanford team. So with this game being on the road for Wazoo, I understand why they're the underdog. It makes sense. Three and a half. You know, usually factor in two, two and a half type of points. It's going to be a nighttime game as well. Going to have the fans pretty excited. It's two pretty decent Pac-12 teams facing each other. But I don't think Wazoo should be getting this many points. So I'll take the points. I'll take three and a half with Washington State. I think that's a lean. It's not an official bet, but it's a lean for me. Like Wazoo in this one, plus three and a half. I don't think that line's going to move too much. So you have plenty of time to think about that one, read about that one. Barring any weird injury issues, that line should probably stay that way through Thursday and Friday. 
So those are my leans. Kansas plus 8.5. Minnesota minus 6.5. Wazoo plus 3.5. Again, keep your eye out for some injuries. And uh, I'll be back on uh, Thursday. Posting on Thursday. Some of the bets. Let's get back on track. Let's get back in the green. Did, did not like Saturday. That was not fun. Not fun to watch your bets lose like that. So we'll get back on track. Get back right. Make some money on Thursday with some of these bets. And I'll talk to you all then.